0: Hello and welcome to the Article 7 podcast. Today we're launching an epic new series. Uh, before we do some introductions, I'm Pastor Andy Jago and this podcast brings the sermons and some surrounding ministry of Bethany Lutheran Church located at 2501 Beacon Hill Road in Alexandria, Virginia. And the epic series that we're doing right now is called The Story Uh, This is a program uh, designed by Zondervan Publishing that we go through 31 weeks. The sermons, Bible classes, and daily readings will take us from Genesis to Revelation and follow the main narrative thread of the Bible. We'll explore themes that connect all the different books together and get a sense of God's overall plan that is worked out in history and is still being played out in the world today. So, it's a pretty big campaign, lots of moving parts, but uh, we better get to it. So, the first 16 episodes of this series in this podcast, we're going to do a new feature called Story Starters. And that's where we'll, that's me and you listeners, we're going to explore one part of this campaign. Uh, so, we're going to get to that, this podcast, along with some music from C2W that is created to worship uh, and the first sermon of the story it's coming up Starters, part one, the podcasts. Yes, new series, new feature, and new intro. Lots of new this September. So thank you for being a part of it. Uh, This podcast isn't new necessarily. It's been around for about a year and a half now. And it came about uh, thanks to ideas of people around me, Uh, Some sponsorship to help me get uh, some equipment. Uh, Mr. Matt Ballard, uh, who uh, made all the bridge music that you hear in this podcast, pretty much all the bridge music. Uh, Mr. Daryl Ballinger, who engineers the sound for our worship services and also uh, gave me some tips on recording as well. Uh, So all of this came together. uh, And uh, I wanted to podcast my sermons, sure, but, you know, the this, this sermon just by itself, there's just something missing there. So I I, you, you, I wanted to also include, you know, what where the sermon's being directed. So it's being <laughs> directed to folks who are involved in our preschool, in our Sunday school, in our vacation Bible school, um, all of our, our choirs and uh, musical ministries, the children's and adult choirs uh the, the bible studies that take place every month every week the random people that walk in our community connections at Bethany our connection to the larger church the southeastern district and also the lutheran church missouri senate you know that's all the context that's that's where the sermon is directed and uh you know so that it just that's what i've been trying at least attempting to uh do with this podcast is not just the sermon but also uh some of the ministries so now as we As we embark on this series called The Story, we're reading the Bible together in a community. That's the goal of this whole campaign. Um, So as we get into it, throughout these 31 weeks, uh, I want to take this feature in this podcast to uh, examine one part of it, so maybe one week the Sunday school openings, maybe another week uh, taking a look at what part the worship service plays. you know another week uh, we'll take a look at one of the Sunday school classes or one of the monthly small groups, or maybe examine what we're doing for the weekly readings, maybe check in with a few folks to see you know how we 're growing in our uh faith and our love for God and for one another. Uh, throughout the series. So, you know, all of that, I, I think, and I, I plotted out about 16 uh, ways w which we can look at it, so uh, 16 different features. So at least for the first 16 episodes, we're going to do that, and then once we get uh, uh, past that, I don't know, maybe we'll go back and check in with people again or uh, take a look at some other aspects of ministry around Bethany and some of the context that is there for the sermon. So, well, that's it for the, the first segment of story starters. Uh, next time, we are going to look at the worship and sermons and see what part that plays in the overall campaign. But up next in this episode, you'll hear the first sermon in this new series. The story, the sermon is titled, What's the Big Idea? And that'll be followed by a special song by C2W, Created to Worship. Friends here at Bethany Lutheran Church. Today we begin the story for chapter one. What's the big idea? Help! We're lost in the Smokies. It's a text message sent to park painter Chuck Hester. And just With that message to go on, somehow this really skillful ranger managed to find the mother and son who were lost and bring them to safety. In 2014, about 83 people died in the backcountry of our national and state parks around the United States. And of those 83, 12 fatalities were due to people getting lost. Now, why do I bring up that statistic? Well, I don't have statistics for this, but for those, I have talked with a number of people who have tried to go on a spiritual journey that we're going on this year, to try and set out on an epic quest, if you will, to go from one end of the Bible to the next and to travel all the way through it. And I do hear from people that oftentimes that has been attempted but they end up getting lost for various reasons. There's uh, people who go in, there's long lists of names and places, and you get lost there because you're not necessarily sure the connection to the overall narrative. For others, it's the, the rated R scenes in the Bible that are just a little too adult and shocking. Not at all what we remember from our Sunday school. And I think for the most part, it's just simply a matter of just not finding the trail. There's, so there, we just end up getting lost in the midst of all the, the, the uh, names and numbers and places. Well, today we're taking this journey. We're doing this walk together. And we're going to do a couple things so we don't get lost. Number one, we have the buddy system. So we're going to buddy up here and do it together. There is going to be individual reading, which I encourage you to do. Now, in your e-news, bulletin, beacon, and so forth, you got, this is available, by the way, if you don't have a copy, back on the visitor's table, what's the story? On the back is your weekly readings. And uh, whether you're doing it from this, or if you have your study Bible, that has all kinds of things hanging out of it, and underlines, and bookmarks, and things like that, you know, then you can use that as well, and, and continue to do so. Um, in both the in both cases, there's a little bit of reading we're going to do each week. And while we do that individually, we also are working through this as a group in this place in worship, Sunday school, and in our group studies as well. Thank you. Uh, those of you that, that that are attending our men's studies, women's studies, Saturday word yesterday, and then there's Wednesday word starting up this week. Outreach Bible study Thursday nights. There's lots of opportunity uh, for us to get together for the buddy system. The second thing we're going to do is pay attention to the trail markers that are set out. One of the things, one of the reasons we're using this campaign is because there's some good teaching tools that are here. Lutherans love the Bible. This isn't necessarily a Lutheran campaign, but since Martin Luther translated uh, from Latin to German, you know, for the, in the language of his people, the Holy Scriptures. And we Lutherans, particularly Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, did you know we got a whole system around the country of parochial schools, secondary schools, and universities, second only to the Roman Catholic Church. That's us, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Why do we have all those things? Because of the Bible. (laughs) We want people to be able to read and digest this wonderful word, this life-giving word for our lives. And that's one of the main, major reasons for university is to connect everything to God and His work in our lives. So you ready? We're going to start. The story, chapter 1 here, and the very first page here, right after the introduction, handy timeline that's in here as well, but chapter 1, in the beginning, God. We've got to stop there. <laughs> Whose story is this? Whose story? This is God's story. God is the main character. In the beginning, there's, as it goes on, there's nothing. The world is chaos and void, or my, I like the, the Hebrew tohu Abohu. When things are just black and chaotic in your life. Remember that word. <laughs> Everything's tohu Abohu. And God comes in and is the, the, He is the beginning. He's also the end. We forget that. And how many people are lost, spiritually lost, because they don't understand that very first truth that's given to us here. And then it goes on. In, in that first chapter, of this first chapter of Genesis, God creates nebulas out into outer space. You see telescopes, pointing out there the wisps of uh, of gas clouds and these star factories that are just, you, you're just I could, you could just get so absorbed in the detail in all of God's creation spread out throughout the cosmos. And then you just look up with your eyes up in the sky and just the beauty of a nimbus cloud, little wisps of cloud that just drift by and you could get lost in your thoughts just watching it go. Imagine our creating God just then giving his attention down to the tiny little insects. You could look under a microscope and find the little, the little net that's there and all the little details in the eyes and the legs. And yet the point of all this isn't uh, nebulas and nimbus clouds and gnats. There's a point, and it comes clear what God makes in his own image. Let us make in our image. Adam and Eve, and walks with them in the cool of the day. The point of the story, this whole thing, this whole thing, is that God wants to be with us. That's the major trail marker that's put out in front of us. That's what's going to connect this whole story from beginning to end. God, who is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and end, wants to be with us so he's going to accomplish this, first by creating in his own image, uniting Adam and Eve together in the very first marriage, and then the human population spreading across the earth. But before that happens, and before God can fulfill that plan, that goal, that destiny of being with us, there's a plot twist. There's conflict that's introduced. And that was in our scripture reading for today. Something gets in the way of the big idea. And that is that God creates this perfect garden, this world of perfection. And you know, if you're reading through this book, you get toward the end of chapter 1 here in the story, all of a sudden you get to the world that was perfect, that that had this, this goodness about it, as God declared it to be good, suddenly soaked with blood. And God wanting to just wipe it away. As if he'd never, and and regretting that he ever made man to begin with. How did we get there? The plot twist comes in Genesis chapter 3. And suddenly, we have the tree. And because God did not create for himself pets, like fish or hermit crabs or a cat or a dog, he didn't create pets. He created human beings with free will, beings that are able to choose. The tree is there. He says, don't eat of the tree. You will surely die. But you know what happens, right? You may, even if you're a beginning Bible reader and you haven't uh, cracked this open or cracked that open yet, you may know that, of course, what, what, what happens when we tell our children not to do something. Don't go in there. Don't look over there. It's in our nature, and this is why. There's a mess that happens afterward. God wants to come down. He, what? They hear the Lord God in the cool of the day. And instead of wanting to be with God, they hide themselves. What happened? The woman you gave me, it's her fault. No, it was a serpent. And everything is the perfection of the garden is shot, everything is a mess. You will surely die, God said. Sin introduces death and separation from God. It's a serious thing. It's like a cancer that comes on creation, ultimately fatal. And so you would think that, okay, that's it. That's the end. After chapter 1, that's it. But look at this. It's this big. And this is the abridged version. (laughs) this story is not over yet there's a long way to go god isn't going to let sin stop his big idea that he wants to be with us even though we can see the effects of sin everywhere destroying our relationship with god destroying our relationships with other evil in this world whether it's evil that we can physically see, like the disciples did. They weren't able to cast out that demon in the gospel lesson for today. This kind can only be cast out by prayer, Jesus says. Or the evil we see in, a, in an episode like 9-11, an act of terrorism, bloodshed, murder, and horror. Imagine people that have to live through that in war zones, you know, when they're caught up in, in that sort of, of human tragedy. We see evil there in front of us, but also within us as well. We did it in our Bible study just now, the, the, the Sunday pastor's class. And every inclination, every inclination in our heart is evil, the Bible says. And yet, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Now, that doesn't come until, you know, about three quarters of the way here or about two-thirds of the way here in in this book or this book in the New Testament. But that connects everything together as well. God wants to be with us. And guess what? He came down and He did spend time and suffered and lived and suffered and died so that that would not separate us, so that sin, death, and yes, the devil would never have any power over us. And that's the journey that we're beginning to see that all unfolding before us. And so, God, we're going to pay attention this week in our readings. How is God working in the lives of these individuals, in our lives as well? Adam and Eve are the first wedding, and their lives come together. And God blesses their union and their parenthood, the nation that eventually grows out of their family. And then God uses the wedding as an image to talk through the prophets, and others about being faithful to God. And Jesus, when He's on this earth, the very first miracle He does is in a wedding. And then in the book of Revelation, the very end of this book, all of a sudden Jesus comes down and it's the bridegroom meeting the bride, you and I, the church. God wants to be with us. We're introduced at the end of chapter 1 of the story, Genesis chapter six, seven, eight, and 9. There's a great flood that, that does away with all the evil in the world. God washes away the evil, if you will. And then in, in a month's time, we'll do Moses leading the children of Israel through the Red Sea. The Egyptians are swept away by the water. Then John the Baptist in the New Testament begins to invite people to begin their lives again in the waters of the River Jordan. St. Peter and St. Paul in their writings will point to the waters of baptism. And point also to the Red Sea and Noah's flood. And say that God is going to wash away our sin. We'll leave our old life behind and come to join Him in a new life. God wants to be with us. We're introduced to the serpent this week. Someone who's called the devil, and then later on, Satan, the accuser, accusing Job. And yet Job keeps his faith, and God blesses, tempting Jesus in the wilderness, and yet Jesus rebuffs the devil and ultimately fulfills God's word that he is going to crush the head of the serpent so that it will have no power over us. The great dragon is thrown down from heaven and thrown ultimately into the fiery pit in the book of Revelation. There's no sin, even though this is a disastrous consequence of Adam and Eve's disobedience, even though we feel it breaking our relationships here in this life, it will not have power over us because God wants to be with us. You and me. Will our broken relationship with God and each other get in the way of being with God and becoming His family? There's a narrative that unfolds here in the Holy Scriptures. We're going to trace that through. This is just the first leg of the trail. We're at the trailhead, if you will, taking the first leg of this journey. We're going to find how God blesses us through human families. We're going to find that 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 is a gift from God. We're going to see how he, He continues to rescue us from our own sinfulness. We're going to see how He... He, he, he wants to be with us to heal all of our brokenness and he, how He f- fixes our human relationships here and then ultimately repairs the damage that's been done between ourselves and the Lord. The journey of a thousand miles, old Chinese proverb. journey of a thousand miles begins how? How? With a single step. Well, Dear brothers and sisters, we just took that step today. And let me encourage you, we signed a, a covenant to renew ourselves in this congregation. We can't do that by our own power. That comes from the power that God has promised right here. My word will not return to me empty, God says. And so let's as we take the first step today, let's keep walking together. Let's be attentive to reading every day, reading in group study times, and just see how the Lord blesses our community as we draw near to Him and in His Word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds forever on Christ Jesus. Amen. We rise to sing.
1: Spread out the skies over empty space, said that there be light to a dark and formless world. Your life was born. You spread out your arms over empty What a wonderful maker, what a wonderful savior, how majestic your whisper. Beautiful the
0: Thank